Welcome to episode 75 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Nick. So before we begin, I just want to remind everyone out there that we've got a really cool uh, Patreon page out there where you can earn rewards for sponsoring us and just donate as little bit as a dollar a month. And you get some really cool uh, prizes like uh, or rewards, like bonus pods, uh, shout-outs. Uh, you can control the, the podcast or come up with the subject matter for us to talk about. So a number of things, shirts, hats, all that good stuff. So go to www.patreon.com forward slash chew on this podcast and become part of the Chew Crew. So and then of course we every episode what we've been doing is is mentioning Wawa, and um, it's hashtag West Coast Wawa, and I could actually go for one of their uh, hot entrees right now, mm. which would be, which would probably be oh you know what they have really good during the Thanksgiving is they have their. Uh, their turkey sandwiches. That's so random. That, like, That's so random. It's so random. We're, we're in March, right? <laughs> we're in April. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but still, that's how good Wawa is. I'm, I'm thinking all the way ahead of a different state. Wawa, you have seven months. Month. You got seven months to get us a freaking Wawa here, so we can enjoy that <laughs> turkey sandwich. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah, has got like stuffing, cranberry sauce, all the good stuff yes. on there, and and you can get any size you want. You could even get it like wheat bread if you wanted to, but why would you? bother i mean what's the point wheat bread's useless so, yeah i don't like wheat bread um so this is our what is this our number thir- how many diversity episodes have we got i, I want to say this is take three i think we're take three yeah we're going in the third as last year we did a couple uh one with the uh, right. yeah oscars and zootopia and all I that think, stuff yeah i think i said last time like we'd probably do another dis- uh diversity episode because uh, we were pretty sure how uh, Hollywood would fuck up again and uh, holy and, shit did they and they they've kind of done it so I thought we thought it would be a good idea to do um all of the diversity that's been going on all the controversies and some controversies some, some not so much and also um but what opened this weekend was Ghost in the Shell. Yes. Um, being the responsible Asian that I was, I was like, fuck that movie. I'm not going to pay any money to go see that movie. <laughs> um, but you you had to go. Um, so uh, yes. why don't you give me your spoiler Riffic review because I've already seen the movie. Oh. I've seen the original. Well, so for everyone out there, yeah. Just go right ahead. I'll just go right into it. So first of all, um, it's not doing well. It's Rotten Tomatoes is at 42% as of right now. Um, Friday, Friday, between Thursday and Friday, it only did $7 million in a movie this big. That's very disappointing. $110 million to make. Twenty million, it looks like twenty or so million. For it'll the, finish the weekend. Yeah, with. I'm thinking so. And I have some points to make about that a little bit later too. Um, so let me go over the positives. Okay, it looks gorgeous. In most parts, it looks absolutely beautiful. I'm sure on IMAX, it would have looked even better. Um, it, the the seamlessness between the humans and the droid and the androids or or the humans and their cybernetic you know enhancements because like in the future you can get all sorts of enhancements and like people's like faces come off and like you know limbs come off and shit but but it's seamless like it doesn't look 
CGI'd or anything like that. So that is done amazingly well. And that's where the positives completely end right there. <laughs> um, so number one, I just, before I, I don't even want to go into the controversy stuff again, just kind of like iron fist. I, we can talk about that a little bit later, but aside from that, the movie is just, it's just extremely boring. It's really boring. Uh, the anime, I think because it's so beautifully drawn and all that stuff. And, and it was a original story at that point. It, that makes, you know, it was fun to watch and I've watched it a few times over the years, but this movie, it's like, it really, they didn't do anything new really. I mean, there's nitpicky stuff that I guess that they didn't do, but that's not important, but the overall story is pretty much the same. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, like in the future, they figure out how to transfer a brain into an Android essentially like the, it's never been done before. Um, Major is the first person to actually have their brain transported into an android. So the only thing that's human is the is the brain, okay? Or what they call the soul or the ghost. That's where the ghost comes in. The shell is what the ghost is in, okay? Hence the title, which, again, that explanation was great. The beginning was kind of great the way they explained things. Um, so Major is the first creation under this type of procedure and, and like her memories are wiped, but she has other memories that kind of glitch and pop in and out as, as the movie goes. But then you kind of find, then later on they tell you that those memories were put in there. So like of her family dying in a fire and all this stuff. And um, they're like, Oh, that was just, that was just put in there. You know, that wasn't real. Um, still can't really remember why they did that. But, um, and then also there's a bad guy running around who's wreaking havoc and she is tasked to find this guy and bring him down. Kind of like, you know, hiring Arnold to go get Quato, you know, in, in, in total recall. So like she hunts this guy down, but essentially he's really like not really hunting her down, but he keeps entering her memories and, and, you know, messing with her and all that stuff. And eventually they come together and he reveals that he's, a failed experiment, but she was the perfection. She was the one that um, was the the revolutionary, you know, uh, breakthrough that they needed. And he was just a piece of shit. He didn't, you know, he was a failed experiment, but he escaped and he's pissed at the corporation. So he's wreaking all this havoc, right? Um, he was kind of, he was, the bad guy was really one note. In the beginning, it was kind of scary. And then toward the end, you were like, oh, Okay, that's dumb. Um, so, okay, here's where we get into some things that I had problems with. So Takeshi Kitano is a really well-known Japanese actor. He's also a director, very well-known, amazing in the movie, just really rock solid. It's kind of like having Liam Neeson in episode one. Everyone else is shitty, but Liam Neeson's awesome, right? So Takeshi's awesome. He's the only guy in the entire movie, and there's a lot of Japanese people in it, that speaks Japanese, and everyone else speaks English. So when he speaks Japanese, they repeat back in English. And when he speaks Japanese, it puts English subtitles, okay? And when, okay. And when he speaks Japanese, it's like, I was like, oh my god, like I wish they would have done this through the whole movie because it draws you in, okay? So one of the problems I had... <clears throat> is that, again, the movie's really boring. But first and foremost, the problem I had with this movie, number one, 
is that, or I guess this would be number three, is that the soul, and we're going to this because I know you, you know where I'm going with this. And I had a problem with this because as a moviegoer and a white person watching it, being pissed off because you find out essentially that the soul of the per, of major that died or the soul or the person that died with the soul was Japanese and they put the soul into essentially a white body that looks or yeah, a white person's body that looks like Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Why they couldn't hire a Japanese actress, honestly to play major or some of the other characters is completely beyond me. It took me completely out of the movie. I think Scarlett is very, again, very talented in certain things. In this movie, she's not. She's very one-note. I didn't like her character at all. Her voice was, like, really deep, like a man's. She walked like a man. She looked like a stick stuck really far up her butt. Or like a dude who's got, like, a wedgie or something like that. It really looked like a person who had a wedgie. And um, It was her Japanese soul trying to get out of her ass. But, right. Right. So it's very obvious and very apparent that they hired her essentially to get butts in the seat. That's the only reason. Okay. Because this movie isn't, she's not that far off from Lucy, you know, the Luke Besson movie, the character's Mm -hmm. not that far off. And so it just felt like, Oh, I've seen this shit before. Okay. So why they couldn't hire all Japanese people for this movie is beyond me. It's just hire. Uh, this is one of the things they could have fixed immediately. Hired all Japanese people. Number two, have them speak Japanese through the whole thing and just have English subtitles. And the reason why I know this works, people, is because you have look at Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and look at fucking Pan's Labyrinth. Both those movies, or, or or go watch the original Ghost, in the or Shell. go watch the original Ghost <laughs> in the Shell, and fuck this movie, right? Because by doing so. It not only makes the 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 the, um, the movie more believable, I guess, is that it immerses you in it. It draws you in. You have to read what they're saying. How they're saying it is the acting part of it. So every every time Takeshi would would say some lines, you fucking you were just like, oh, I love this character, right? And then everyone else spoke fucking plain stupid ass English. And it really, it, it, I'm telling you, it's ridiculous. Either have him speak English or just put everybody Japanese. But I would have preferred everybody Japanese. So, you know, you can't tell me that they didn't hire her just to put butts in the seats. And I'm sorry, but she was just very awkward in that movie. The guy that was her partner with the flat top, he was cool. I didn't mind him being white, actually. He was he was just a really cool character. Um, he had his... Uh, he, um, there was one part where this explosion went off and it burned his eyes out completely. So he had to have these cybernetic eyes and he just looked fucking cool. It looked just like the anime. I was like, Oh shit. They really did that character. Well, but Scarlet dude, it, I'm sorry. She was just blah, completely blah. It's phoned it in. It just, I didn't like, uh, her performance and it was just like every other movie that she's done pretty much. Wasn't anything new to the table. So, that's my initial review is just really boring and really, really pissed off that they didn't just hire an all Japanese character. And, oh, here's the other thing, uh, people. If the movie costs $110 million, okay, which um, the production value is pretty high in this thing, but it's heavily, heavily CGI. There's very rarely any, uh, what do you want to call it? Um, uh, real sets. Real sets or real effects. Practical, practical effects. Practical effects, yeah. Very rare you see that, okay? 
So you're hiring this actress. I'm, I assume she commands what twenty million, fifteen million, or something like that. If they yeah, would have hired, she's up there. yeah. So two things happen: you hire a whole Japanese cast, it makes the movie more authentic. Number one, number two, your cost goes from one hundred and ten down to like seventy or sixty even, because you don't need to pay these higher actors. This movie's only going to do twenty million this week, right? It might be lucky if it cracks fifty total. So they're going to lose a butt shit fuckload of money on this thing. And because it's it's a boring movie, it's really boring, and that's it's really unfortunate. And the, and then and then here's the thing: at the very end, when the credits rolled, and I was ready to bail, I, I want to know who the director was because I never checked before I went and saw it. The director directed um, uh, Snow White and the Huntsman, which is another incredibly boring movie that should have been awesome. Mm. Okay, they play exactly the same. Boring as shit all the way through with a couple action sequences in it that are very um, uh, not Iron Fist-ish. I mean they were better better martial arts, but boring. It's like Into the Badlands, there are sequences that are fucking way better than this whole movie put together. So another huge nitpick. You know They didn't bring anything new to the table for this movie. Okay? So that's my – I didn't like it. It's, it, so what's your what's your diversity rating and what's your actual rating? Well, see, that's where I struggle because the cast was p- pretty diverse, but it pisses me off that they didn't have an all-Japanese cast. So fuck that movie. I'm going to say Jan Brady, but it should be a plethora uh, because I'm pissed off how they treated uh, Major now that I know the real truth behind it uh, with the whole soul thing and all that stuff. So I didn't like that. Um as far as uh, chainsaws, I'll give it. I'll give it two, maybe one and a half. Um, wow, ex- that's pretty low. Extremely boring movie. Yeah. So. Um, well, I mean, so this will lead us into the diversity talk. So, one of the things that came out recently, or I think Friday came out in the reviews. I started reading reviews because I was like, I'm not going to this movie and I'm never probably going to see this movie. So fuck it. I'm going to read the reviews. And that was right before I went, you told me this thing. And so I looked for it when I watched it just to be sure what you were saying yeah. was true. And it's fucking true. So a lot. So before, before it was a certain type of people, um, they were saying that, you know, this is an American thing. She's a cyborg. Um, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that she's white. She's like a soulless type thing. So it doesn't matter. That was the early excuse for doing Scarlett Johansson in this movie. Mm-hmm. Now, when the news broke that it was explained inside the movie that it should, um, that explains why Scarlett Johansson was hired for this movie. Everybody now is defending it in the sense of like, oh, well, as long as it was in the script anyway, so, you know, it doesn't even matter, like, that they hired Scarlett Johansson because it explains it in the movie. And to me, that makes it even worse mm-hmm. because it's like, it's it's a whitewash within a whitewash. It's like, it, uh, it's an Inception whitewash. <laughs> like, it's, it's so stupid because, like, because you had every intention of never hiring a Japanese person for this movie or an Asian or, or any, any Asian. You had no you had no bearing to even think about doing it because it made it to script level, you know, right. like shootable script. It was it was already in the cards. And then you knew you were going to hire a white woman no matter what. That was always going to be the case. So just because you explain it in the movie 
like a little detail there. Like you could have easily just said that, you know, major major has a Japanese last name because she was fucking Japanese. Change your name, make her white. Change your name, yeah, make her do, white. Yeah, do do or don't even give her the Japanese last. I don't even know what major like major's last name is. I can't in, remember now. But but it was Japanese. Why not just make it major? I don't fucking major Smith or major, you know, uh, that's too close, too close to the matrix. (laughs) Well, yeah. Uh, but some like, you know, European last name, and then you don't even have to fucking, you could completely just whitewash the character anyway. But then it was like, you couldn't let go of the Japanese portion of it. Right. You know, you couldn't let, why did you hold on to that portion of it and then just make her white? Like there was no reason for it. I don't know, understand. Like, if you're if you're like, well, it's for an American audience. We needed to hire Scarlett Johansson, so whitewash the entire character. Why mm-hmm. the fuck did you keep the Japanese portion? I don't know. You just say she was white. She lived in fucking Boston. Give her a fucking like, you know, a Boston accent. <laughs> make her fucking white yo, as hell. Yo, I'm fucking major here. I'm yeah, wicked. make her make her completely white. There was like, so again, just like with the whole ancient one where the director came out and tried to explain it even better, but it was a hundred times more racist than it was before. This is just the same. Like this just proves that you had no intention of, of hiring an Asian person for this movie. And you, for some reason thought it would be cool to like actually whitewash the person major in this movie. Like, instead of just saying, well, she was white in her previous life, she's white now. It's kind of like, you know, beating someone up and they fall to the ground and then you start kicking them. You know, it's just kicking a person on the ground. It's just more, <laughs> it's just so blatant. And so, um, like, me, just from all types of standpoints, okay, it's not even just like even racial. It's like, it's just, when I was watching, I was like, this is really stupid. Like, why do they do this? Like, it just didn't make any, like, logical sense either you know what i mean like it just did they say where they were in the movie no but when you but when you watch it it looks like it's in japan it looks like you know it looks like you're in you know in a futuristic loss in translation movie it's i mean it looks very japanese extremely japanese there's japanese gardens there's japanese ponds with like there's like digital koi fish flying all over the place it's kind of like they they, I mean, they took the anime. I mean, anybody that's never seen the anime, if you would just watch this movie without seeing the anime, you would go, "Oh, this is fucking Blade Runner. This looks like Blade Runner universe," you know. But it looks very Japanese. So yeah, put it in New York and make major white, whatever. Just, just completely whitewash the whole thing and say, you know what, this is the direction we wanted to go. No, it's all Japanese, but like, let's do this one thing. Because she is a star and she's going to get butts in the seats. But let me tell you well, something. They didn't do it. Yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah. So why the fuck did you do it? So stupid. You know? Well, I, I got to say, like, I got to say, I'm, I'm actually really happy that this movie is tanking. Yes. So that's what you get, basically. That's what you fucking get. Yeah. I mean, karma right there. No ghosts. The karma? No ghosts in the shell, too. That's for sure. Yeah. What's the karma? You made twenty something million in your first weekend. Good luck trying to recoup all of that money. Because it's one hundred and ten minus like it doesn't even include marketing. 
No, the marketing marketing just to make the movie. The marketing was probably easily fifty to hundred. I mean, they've been marketing the shit out of this thing for a while. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Ghost in the Shell two whitewashing boogaloo. That's what they should call it. <laughs> they should. I don't. I don't know. How, how does this movie end? Because I don't give a fuck. Uh, you know, I'd be honest with you. I don't fucking remember. Um. They <laughs> well, the guy, uh, the guy that they were running around after he dies by this like spider tank thing. And then um, the guy – you find out that the guy that was running the corporation was basically just building these androids to be weapons, to be under his control. So Major was like pretty much built to just be a weapon. And one of the doctors like kind of took her under her wing and said, you know, I'll help you out and stuff like that. Because they – at one point they capture her and they're like, we'll just make a better one and we'll destroy you. And the one doctor's like, fuck, we're not doing that. So she pretends to kill her with like a lethal injection, but instead gives her like strength to escape or something like that. And she um, gives her some serum, I don't know, in the back of her neck anyway, but she escapes. But so they end up like getting that guy, the cybernetic guy who was an experiment, he dies. And then uh, the head of the corporation guy dies. And then it just kind of goes on like, cause I think there is a ghost in the shell too. Isn't there like an, I think there's a Ghost in the Shell 2 anime. Mm-hmm. So the way it ends, I mean, they could just keep going or just let it fin- end, you know, the way it is. Because like all the major players survive, you know, Takeshi and and her and then the other dude, her partner, which I love. I loved her partner and I love Takeshi that those guys were – or he, he, I can't remember what his name is in the movie. I just know the actor's name is Takeshi. He's fucking awesome in everything he does. And I'm so upset that he's in this because he's better than that. You know what I mean? It's like the one, mm-hmm. the one thing in the movie that really sticks out is this guy. And he's the only one speaking Japanese. And oh, and there's a scene with him where these guys they they want to murder him, and he fucking turns the tables on him. It was so awesome. This this old Japanese guy kicks these fucking guys' ass that has got like machine guns and shit. And they thought they they got the jump on him. So that part was cool. That part was really cool. It was like a he was like the Nick Fury moment, you know, from Captain America, Winter Soldier, or something like that, but didn't get his ass kicked like Nick Fury did. Right. So, yeah. So, like, you know, it's – I would I would say, like, as much as I didn't, dis- I didn't like this movie, I definitely – if somebody invited me over to watch it on Blu-ray, I would consider that. But, like, I um, – and I didn't even – I didn't pay for this movie, by the way. Um I won't tell you how or why, but we we didn't pay for the movie. But we but I would never have forked cash out for this thing. It 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 definitely like it. I'm sure at some point you may watch it, but someone would have to like lend you the Blu-ray, and you'd take like a week to watch it or something. Because I know how pissed off you are at the movie. But it's you got you got to watch it for. There's a couple parts in it where you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. But the majority of that movie is so fucking boring. And you've seen it before a million times, not even just the anime. If you've never seen the anime before and you just watch the movie outright, you would pick it apart like crazy. You'd be like, oh, they borrowed that or they ripped that off or like I've seen this a thousand times, you know. So it, there's nothing special. There's nothing – you could predict everything that's going to happen, you know. And so for that, it just wasn't a good movie. So anyway, but seriously, fuck that movie. It would be really good if, like, at the end of the movie, um, 
some Japanese lady wakes up in like the bathtub, and the whole thing was a dream. She's picturing herself as Scarlett Johansson. I, you know, I, I, w- I would accept that, but still, the the movie is just. I mean, with all that controversy aside, the movie is just plain bad. It's just I don't, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just, it's like a bland tasting food or something like that. It needed seasoning. It needed. Uh, you know, um, an appetizer. It needed something. Um, it just, I don't know. The 42% is, is very much warranted. I, I do not have a problem with that rating at all. In fact, it could probably go lower than that. It's just not a good movie. So that ending that I just said too, was actually like, I ripped it off of an Emilio Estevez movie. <laughs> you know, who did that years ago was, uh, uh, my parents loved the Bob Newhart show, like years. Oh. So back in the seventies, Bob Newhart had a show; it was awesome. He played a, um, I forget what character he played, but years later he did a a show. I think it was called Newhart or whatever, and he owned like a bed and breakfast. And the show went on for years, right? And the very last episode, he wakes up out of a dream and he looks over in bed, and it's his wife from the old show, and it's like they he dreamed the whole show he dreamed the whole bed and breakfast show he was the character from the other show it was really like crazy the way they did that like people didn't expect that so anyway i don't know what it fucking went off on new heart shit i said i talked about i thought about uh, some japanese lady walk waking up in the bathtub uh, but see, even, even that's in the racist. Emilio movie, he like dies at the end. Oh right! And then when when he when he gets shot, spoilers. I don't even know. The, I don't even remember the name of the movie. But like, I remember a standoff between him and the cops, and oh. he pulls out like he pulls out his like finger pointing like a gun. Yes. But the cops fire anyway. Yes. And then he wakes up in the bathtub and he dreamed the whole movie. And even at like, I remember watching like I don't know, maybe between ten and thirteen years old. Maybe. But do any Japanese? I remember, like, any, I was like, "Fuck this movie." <laughs> do any Japanese women dream to be Scarlett Johansson? Though I don't think so. Like, no, maybe, but I was maybe certain white women but, might. But it's as stupid. It's as stupid as like the ploy to why Scarlett Johansson is actually in the movie. <laughs> well, if they, I mean, it's kind of like the Matrix. I think heavily borrows from this movie because they plug in, you know, they download information, shit like that. So, well, Ghost in the Shell, the original anime is 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 heavily influenced by Blade Runner. I mean, the yes. content alone is about, is about, you know, chasing after not, androids and shit. Right. It's it, whether or not they can be human. And, and this one takes it to a different level of like, they were humans at one point. So yes. Yeah. So they, they owe it a lot, you know, and, and the style, style of the anime, uh, the way the city is drawn too, mm-hmm. kind of feels like Blade Runner as well. Yeah, it does but, for sure. Anyway, so other diversity stuff. What, what else yeah, we got what's, oh, this week uh, or a couple weeks? Well, um, I know Death Note, the trailer came out for uh, that. Speaking um, of another Japanese. So it was, it was a manga. And it was actually, I've seen the Death Note uh, Japanese movie. Mm-hmm. There's a Japanese Death Note. It was, it was the weirdest fucking thing in the world. I, I, I don't know why they decided to make this movie. But even in the Japanese version of it. It looked pretty fucking dumb. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Do you know Death Note or no? I've never watched Death Note. I've heard only heard about it. Well, it, it was a manga, so it was like a, I think a comic book or, or like graphic novel or something first. Anyway, and there there is actually a 
anime or TV show? I can't remember. But basically, so there's this book, right? And basically, whatever, whosever name you write in the book mm-hmm. dies. This thing shows up and kills the other person. Well, that sounds stupid. That sounds like that that uh, the ring. You know, you watch the video, you die in seven days. Or... Right, but but the but the ring makes more sense. There's a little bit more of a background <laughs> there. Okay. So this kid, like in the movie, I only watched the movie. Anyway, he gets he gets like power hungry by writing all these people's fucking names, and he can't get rid of the devil, that or whatever the thing is that the demon, whatever that uh, that is attached to the book. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's I don't even remember the ending. I just remember thinking this movie is fucking crazy. I kept watching it because like I couldn't believe I was what I was watching. How stupid it was! Like the premise alone was dumb. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's, apparently people love this thing. You know, Japanese people love it. I'm, uh, obviously, in, in the states, they love it too. If you uh, are into that stuff, but like I, I, I thought it was like on the level of like Sharknado because it was so ridiculous. I think Sharknado probably would have been a little bit more believable to me mm-hmm. than than Death Note. Just, uh, just the fact that like sharks may be flying in the air with all the climate change and all the thing that's going on is more believable to me than writing a name in a book and some demon shows up and fucking kills you. <laughs> anyway. Regardless, regardless, it's a Japanese thing. Again, it's a Japanese thing, and Hollywood is remaking it. And I think like James Woods is the fucking de- demon in this or some shit. Oh wow! Um, but they've said it. In, they said it like all they, they literally. Okay, so they do what? Um, it's a Netflix show, by the way, too. What they they do? What Ghost in the Shell didn't do? Like Ghost in the Shell tried to keep reminding you that it was Japanese, even though the white person was the lead. Like they whitewashed the the lead person, mm-hmm. you know. But they kept reminding you that it was Japan, you know, that was actually Japan without saying it's fucking Japan, even speaking Japanese without saying it's Japan. Right. So this one they update it where it looks like it's a, a straight American like. It's straight American. They moved it. it from Japan to like Seattle or something like that. And it's all white, yeah, all white cast. Yeah, high school. Uh-huh. So the main character is white. So a couple things here. Great. You want it? You want to make it your own? That's that's great. But again, we we live in a melting pot in America. Like you want to put it in American high school? Great. But guess what? There's there's Asians in American high schools, mm-hmm. so why not have the Asian person find it? You know, like, and, and you know, you want to take it to America, that's fine, but throw a little bit something back, like, give it to an Asian actor. You couldn't find a better Asian actor because I don't know who the I don't know who this white guy is, this white kid is who's playing He's nobody. Right, you couldn't find a nobody Asian actor to do to do this show or movie, whatever the fuck it's going to be. So. You know, you know. Again, people are going to come out of the woodworks and say, "Well, it's an American show, like or an American remake." Like, okay, great, it's an American remake, but that doesn't mean in America there's all there's nothing but white. I think white people forget sometimes that there's more than white people in this country. Yeah, I think so too. And not like just- when you say like when you say like when you say something stupid like it's an America, it's an American remake. I'm like, okay, how many people? How many different races are in America? Right. You know, like just because you can't say you can't say something like that and not realize the country that you live in. Right. Like saying like because it's an American remake that gives it okay to whitewash the character. Wouldn't that mean out of any other country in the world, wouldn't that mean an American remake is I'm gonna make it my more diverse? Right. 
because that's what we have here. Like, since when did a re- an American remake mean that the you just white like it's only white people that exist in America? Right. It, I don't understand that saying. No, and their argument is always like, well, you know, we wanted to update it, we wanted to change some things, but here's the deal: that doesn't work because. Iron Fist is another example. Why didn't they fucking op- again? It's missed opportunity. Why didn't they update that character? Because the because whatever argument they have fits the narrative without them just admitting that they're either ignorant or racist. Right. That's why. Like whatever whatever the answer could be, other than I I, I just wanted it to be white because that's what I wanted. Right. You know, like I probably have more respect for you if you just owned up to your ignorance than trying to bullshit your way out of it and make you sound even more racist. Right, or just very extremely ignorant and stupid and racist all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. because those arguments don't work. When you say stuff like that, like, oh, we wanted to update the thing, it's like, well, that's not really updating. It, all that, all you just did was completely erase you know, everything and just put one thing in it. You didn't really update it you actually downgraded it so because yeah, if you actually updated it that means you're not using like you know you're not using like uh what's a fucking demographics from like 1960s <laughs> we're, we're a lot more diverse now <laughs> yeah exactly so updating it would be again making it more diverse and an american remake would mean that because we're in america it would be more diverse you know yeah. like and you can't tell me that it's just a bunch of white people live in Seattle. That's a big city, right? So there's no Asians oh, or yeah. black people or Muslims or nothing. Just all like, all white people, all rich white an people. American, an American right? city. Yeah. An American big city. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that uh, it absolutely makes – I've never seen Death Note, but I know what it is and I know, um, you know where it came from and all that stuff. And if you're going to update it, like updating it to me is like okay, you moved it from Japan to Seattle. Cool. They're, they're re- cool. They they said it's an American remake yeah. again, using the term American, but not realizing that America doesn't mean what they think it means. Right. They, American to them is is completely like oh, a cast of all white people. That's what American means. So, which is completely wrong. So anyway, not an upgrade, folks. It's a downgrade, and it's getting a lot of hate. I haven't seen this thing. I don't know. Did it? It's supposed to be on Netflix this weekend, right? Or is it? I have no, I have no clue. I here's the thing. I, I don't really care about it. Like the the like I said, the, the premise is dumb, and I would I don't want to watch it anyway. So it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah, it's just a, it's just it, again another another miss, fucking thing. Yeah, another very big. I don't even. Is this a missed opportunity or just plain fucking stupid? Like it's to plain me, fucking stupid. Yeah, I, I kind of want to say that too. I think I think Iron Fist was a was a missed opportunity on all levels, but this just yeah, like this I said, is just stupid. It's it's an American high school, so in a, in a big city, so it, it's going to be diverse. Most most American big cities are right, but it's not a but it, you know? but it's not a high school in the nineteen fucking forties or fifties. You know? Right, <laughs> like there's no reason why a Japanese kid couldn't have found this thing, or an Asian kid could have found this thing. Or maybe or a black kid, or maybe or a Latino kid. Like seriously, it, it just had to be white again. Yeah, especially since the the character originally written was Japanese. So there you go. No <laughs> cyborg talk. So no, so no no cyborg talk this time from from certain people. There's really no reason for it. 
no matter what you can say about this movie, about why they went with a white lead actor, mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't hold true. You can't tell me it's an American remake. Again, I'm, just, I'm gonna fucking keep saying it because it keeps happening. America does not mean there's only white people in it. So American remake means make it look like America. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, that was that was a big deal. Um, what else was was really big uh, last so week? Didn't some more iron? Didn't didn't some more iron fist stuff happen? Um, there was. I mean, it was. I think they were um, again trying to address the whole you know controversy of putting a white guy in there. Like I heard that they originally that they did see some Asian people and actually hired one of the guys who actually Oh to do the drunken boxing thing. Yeah, he shows up as the drunken boxer. Terrible um, drunken boxer. Which that that scene is is cringeworthy and laughable. Like I laughed but not in a good way. I was laughing at it like this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. So I read up on that guy. Mm-hmm. After we did the podcast, and that guy definitely knows martial arts. I think the reason why I look so well, I don't like his interpretation of the drunken boxing, mm-hmm. but I think it looks so much more ridiculous is because he's having to fucking wait hand and foot on Finn Jones to fight him. Meaning, like, <laughs> so other shit came out where apparently Finn Jones only trained for like three weeks or three months before. Three weeks before filming. Three weeks. Three weeks before filming, which, okay, that makes sense as to why shitty, how shitty it looks on film. But who, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. You decided to go with a white guy who's never fucking fought before. And you give him three weeks to train. That's everything, like, telling me that Finn Jones only had three weeks to train doesn't only make me think you're, like, ignorant and racist now. I also think you're fucking incompetent. Because how the fuck do you hire somebody who has never done the major thing that Iron Fist does, Mm -hmm. which is fucking fight, right? He's a kung fu master. The one thing that he's supposed to be really good at, you give the least amount of time for this kid to fucking (laughs) work with? They didn't – like I don't even think he lifted any weights, dude. He did not look ripped at all. Like he looked like every skinny other dude out – like surfer dude out there. He didn't. Yeah. He did not look like he spent fifteen years eating vegetables and meditating and doing kung fu. Again, like the fact that, like, now we think you're like logistically stupid too. How, like, how the fuck do you plan on hiring somebody who has never had any martial arts background and give them just three weeks, <laughs> three fucking weeks to make me to make me and everyone else who's seen the Jackie Chans and the Jet Lees and the Bruce Lees. We know what that shit looks like. Right. And then you tell us that this guy is so good that he has a fucking fist that lights up and can fucking punch through doors. <laughs> Apparently the only thing he can do. And floors. Yeah. Like he- He's supposed to get this like special magic. More so than any other Asian. And then he looks and then you only give that guy three weeks to train. I mean, fuck. I mean, even professional football players to get ready for the season take four weeks yeah and they're not like they're like i'm a jets fan they need more than four weeks to fucking train and they still go out there but this guy got three weeks to train and he's supposed to be the best of the best like tom fucking brady takes four weeks to get ready for the season 
Tom Brady is a much better quarterback than this guy's an iron fist. God, that's just oh my gosh. That's uh, yeah. When you put it that way, it just it makes it like even worse. It is worse because again, not only are you ignorant, but you're fucking stupid. Yes, you're fucking stupid too. Yes. On top of that, that's worse. Yes. I mean, I give the guy six months to train at least, or three months. I mean, seriously, you need at least ninety days to do like the fucking P ninety X. And you give this guy three weeks to master kung fu. Oh my gosh, I probably could. <laughs> ki- I could idiot. kick his ass doing three months of of. P90X if he only did three weeks of whatever God knows what he did. I can guarantee you my muscles would be a lot bigger if I trained for three weeks than Finn Jones. <laughs> I, I know right now if I trained for three weeks, I'd have bigger arms than Finn Jones. If all you did was push-ups every day, you'd still <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so the other thing, uh, I, I don't know, but so this was, I mean – Death Note is a Japanese anime. Uh, Ghost in the Shell is a Japanese anime. Now they're talking heavily, heavily about making Akira, which I think they've been trying to make for years. Um, But interesting, um, I think I sent you this note, but Jordan Peele, the guy that directed uh, Get Out, which I wish we could have reviewed because that movie's fucking awesome, um, is, is possibly they're looking at him to possibly direct Akira. Uh, what do you th- what do you think about that? Oh, you haven't watched Get Out yet, have you? No, but that's only that's only one directorial debut for a major motion picture, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did he direct that? that was his, did he direct that he, Keanu he, one? Uh, he wrote that with uh, with Keegan, but I don't know if he directed that or not. I don't think so. I think this is so. There's not. I, I honestly can't give an honest opinion on what he thinks. Of, like what I think he will do for Akira. I mean, I I haven't seen Get Out, but I heard it's, you know, one of the best movies of the year, if not the best movie of the year so far. Mm-hmm. And, but that's like, that's a one hit thing. And I can't say like, oh yeah, Akira is going to be awesome because of his one hit thing. Cause look at M. Night Shyamalan. Right. I mean, one of the best movies of the year was this, this, the Sixth Sense that year. And if you told me, if you told me from that movie, cause it's a more, it, it he, he, I like the way his movies look. Mm-hmm. They, they might suck, but I, other than Avatar, all his movies they they look gorgeous. So if you would have told me that his two like his two movies, The Sixth Sense and Unbreakable, was it, and everything else after that was going to be shit and got worse, I would not have believed you. Right. So I can't say the same thing for the for for him doing Akira. All all I can say is. Be be good to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think I it, if you had watched Get Out and then you heard that he was getting Akira, you might go, okay, that makes sense because the guy really is very. I mean, obviously, he's very racially sensitive, he, but he's smart. Okay, the way he made Get Out is very, very. It's very intelligent. I can't even. Kind of like how Zootopia dealt with the things that they dealt with in that movie, he deals with it and get out just beautifully, um, and made it like a thriller in the meantime, which is really, I mean, what he did was difficult, 
Um, and I think that's why he's really sought after right now. Um, because of that movie, like he did everything about that movie. He did. It's all him. The only thing, right. he, the only thing he didn't do was star in it. And he, I think at one point actually was like, Oh, I'll be the comic relief guy that's in the movie. And he's like, no, they're going to associate me with, with key and peel. I, I don't want that. I need to. So he stepped out of it and hired a different guy. And that was, I think a really good move for him to do that. Um, because I didn't sit there and go, Oh yeah, it's that dude from key and peel. Um, so yeah. Um, I don't know if he directed that or not. I'm, I'm looking up Keanu right now. That's just a, that's a big jump though. And, and because again, using the M night Shyamalan thing, like if you told me his next movie after unbreakable was going to be avatar, I would have been like, Holy fuck, this is going to be awesome. Right. Right. Because, because it was like a slow transition from th- like horror movie to somewhat his version of a superhero movie, and then now he jumps to um, Avatar. Like, yeah, he directed like this guy directed a horror movie, a very very low budget horror movie, probably zero special effects, and you know to make the jump all the way to Akira, which is it's fucking CG big, heavy it's loaded. It's a big jump. Like even probably more so, there's more action pieces I believe in this move in in Akira and special effects than there would be for um, Ghost in the Shell if they you know were practical. Yeah, about it. I have to agree with you. The other movie that they're looking to tap him for is uh, um, The Flash, which has lost like three directors and. Um, no, stay away from the Flash. Yeah, I would stay away from DC altogether. Honestly, if I were him, if I if I were him, I would not do the M Night thing and go mainstream because like M night he's at his best when he writes his own stuff and takes his time, but he got really big for his britches and started just producing crap. And then when he started doing other people's work, it was actually worse. Like after earth is terrible and then a couple other movies, but now the guy is like on an upswing right now. Cause he does very low. He did very, two very low budget movies that made a shit ton of money and like now they're letting him do whatever he wants to do. Um, Split is a really cool movie. Actually, I really enjoyed that movie. Uh, but Get Out is, I thought, was just really, really clever, really smart. Um, it does borrow from a lot of different thrillers and horror movies, but it's just, it's a good mashup. It's really good. So I, I hope he doesn't do the mainstream thing. I hope he sticks with low budget and writes his own shit because he is really smart and really good filmmaker. I'm really looking forward to more shit from him. Um, but as far as, I mean, there's, it's just this, this is a year ago we did our first diversity episode. You realize that? Like right around the Oscars? It's almost been a year. And we talked about Ghost in the Shell. a year. Yeah, we talked about Iron Fist and Ghost in the Shell a little over a year ago and we, and it would be interesting to go back and listen to that because if I remember right, we were like, we were pissed about ghost in the shell, but iron fist were like, well, they missed an opportunity here. I, I, it's Marvel. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And now here we are a year later going, boy, you really fucking iron fisted yourself. Like this movie sucks. (laughs) This show sucks so bad. You know, and we had to deal with it because we're we have to get to the defenders, so we got to watch this bullshit to get to that. And I, and if I swear to God, man, if he even whines even a tad in the defenders, I'm gonna be I'm gonna throw a fit, like beyond ridiculous. I know that sounds dramatic, but I'm gonna be really angry 
because this whole, I mean, they, and the reason why I'd be angry about it is because they've already, oh shit, they already finished filming it, didn't they? They should have, they should have not finished filming that show when this other one ended because then they could go back and fix things, right? Because I hope they didn't make his character the same way. If he's anywhere remotely the same, it's going to take me out of that show and it's going to suck really bad. So I just hope that the other three can carry the show, uh, the Defenders. But Iron Fist was a weak, just not even just like the, the, the whitewashing controversy. The show is just so weak. It's terrible. And, a lot of reviews out there, a lot of podcasts I've listened to about that show is really spot on with some of the things that you and I have been talking about. And the people that love the show, you know, I'm not calling them morons, whatever, that, anything like that. It's like they just like it for what it is and, and you know, and don't apologize for it. And I'm okay with that. It's like whatever. That's your cup of tea. It's definitely not mine. And Ghost in the Shell was not my cup of tea. It was boring as shit. I prefer the well, Matrix over this. Oh, yeah. Well, let's let's go into something that happened this week. Okay. Um, and then we'll close it out. Yeah, so you know, we're against the whitewashing and all and that stuff and and not enough inclusion. So I thought it'd be interesting to talk about something that happened this week that we are actually on the side of mm-hmm. of the non non inclusion. Which is Joss Whedon is rumored to be directing uh Batgirl for yes. DC. How excited were you when you heard that? I was excited, but I took a step back thinking, like, am I a hypocrite right now? Um, being, you know, being really excited for Joss Whedon to direct a Batgirl. Am I being a hypocrite because a woman didn't get that shot? Mm. So I started, mm-hmm. like, thinking about it. And I started coming up with justifications for it. And I was trying to see if my justifications for it matched that of people who were trying to, you know, tell Asians to get over it when they're being whitewashed. Right, right. And I think no, mm-hmm. I think I came up. With, so here's here are here are my reasonings okay. or my main reason for it. One, he knows comic books. I'm not saying women don't. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying he knows the comic books. But the laundry list of things is what what makes it. I think I'm okay with. He knows comic books. He's written for comic books. I think he's actually written for Batgirl. He's written for X Men. I know that. Uh, I'm not sure if he's written for DC before. I'm not sure, but I know. Here's the one thing I do know is that he knows how to write, direct, and film smart, powerful women. Yes. Like just like Paul Feig is, is everybody's okay with her, him, you know, filming female comedies all the time. Mm-hmm. Joss Whedon is that equivalent for, you know, not getting a woman director to do this. Mm-hmm. Is is that? I mean, look if you if you ever watch Buffy the. Event, the TV show, not the movie, because the movie is t- fucking terrible. <laughs> the TV show. Yes. TV show is fucking phenomenal. It, it takes a little bit to get used to. It took me uh, the first season to get into it. But once I did, I couldn't stop watching it. Yeah. Binge watch the shit out of that on Netflix. It's so good. Then you got Dollhouse, right? You got Firefly. All the women on that show, very strong, very powerful, mm-hmm. very brave. Um, what am I missing? Uh, the event. Uh, well, I mean, his cred, his ultimate cred, obviously is Buffy, but he did. I mean, that's for the women part of it, for the actual superhero part of it. The Avengers, uh, is, you know, in the top three, uh, superhero movies of all time. Um, not so much age of Ultron, but I don't think that was his fault. I think that was more Marvel's fault. Um, 
like you know what what Sony did to Sam Raimi on the third one. So yeah. um, so he's got all the credit in the world, and I I totally hear what you're saying because. I was a little bit conflicted. Like at first I yelled out, yes, awesome. And then I was a little conflicted. I was like, well, wait, is he taking it away from a woman? Because like, you know, they they hired Patty Jenkins, who really doesn't have a lot of cred at all of any kind of movie. They hired her to do um, Wonder Woman. And, and industry is saying that she knocked it out of the park, but we'll see when we watch it. But um, everything I see looks great on that movie. But Batgirl, yeah, I was kind of like, oh man, that might be a missed opportunity to get. There's really good female directors out there. I mean, the the girl that uh, the lady that won an Oscar for The Hurt Locker, uh, she could do Batgirl. I mean, she'd be really good at that. Um, but then, like you, I think the more I sat down and thought about it, I was like, I'm really okay with this because he knows how to write women. He knows. How to write really strong, and he's also very witty. It, like his dialogue is always very real. Like you know, like you and your buddies hang out and talk about shit. He he's a really good way of of integrating action along with smart, intelligent, fun characters that you would want to hang out with. So I can see essences of Buffy in the the background oh, movie if Joss yes, is writing it. Absolutely, this isn't Wonder Woman. This is a different animal. She could be snarky and smart and have all the technology and the fighting right. skills. And uh, the question is who the fuck – I mean I trust him implicitly. I wonder who he's going to get, do an unknown, do someone pop, you know, popular. Of course, Warner Brothers would probably want you know, Scarlett Johansson to be in everything or somebody would want something that, that big to be – not her, but I mean someone big. I don't think big. you need to. I don't think you need to be somebody big. I don't either. She, he just needs to get the right person, the right – however he writes it hire the best know? actress just open yes. your horizons and hire the best actress yes seriously just that's all i care about just hire the best actress now the other question is is it going to be i'm totally going off topic but is it going to be in the dc universe like do you have jk simmons so. uh, jk simmons is you know commissioner gordon which now that i saw him in the trailer i was like oh shit he makes a pretty good commissioner gordon even though he's like he makes a good everything yeah he's fucking aw- i just wish they could just put him in anything He's so fucking good. Ugh. Have, yeah. have you seen Whiplash yet? Fucking no, 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 oh no, my no. god! Watch that movie, please. Like tomorrow. It's it's he's so fucking good. In that. He won an Oscar for that. Anyway, uh, diversity, diversity, diversity. Take three. That's where we went this time. Um, I'm sure there's going to be many more of these to come. Our wish, this, <laughs> our wish is not for that. We want it to be less yeah. and less. We want to come on here and talk about good things that the industry is doing. And sometimes they do very little though. So, and these, these are very big things that are, that are out right now. And there's really nothing, they're out. There's nothing you can do to go back and fix them unless 20 years from now they make another ghost in the shell, which I don't think that's going to happen. So it is what it is. It's there, you know. Um, thankfully, I didn't pay money for this thing, so. Uh, I definitely didn't. <laughs> I know. I know you had a really hard time with this, like harder after reading that article. And I, I, I know maybe at some point it's kind of like Schindler's List. It's like it took me years to sit down and watch that. Only this is the opposite way. It's like it's going to be excruciating in a different way to watch Ghost in the Shell because the whole time. You're, did you just go? 
Did you just compare the ghost in the shell to fucking Auschwitz? I, I, I compared the situation. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not Auschwitz. I, I compared the movie Schindler's List. Oh, fuck. I'm going to get – I'm Jewish, folks, so don't, don't get mad at it. So, <laughs> You're a terrible Jew. No, no. I'm, com- I'm comparing it to the, to the fact that it took me years to watch Schindler's List because of the subject matter. It was very difficult to watch. But – I'm saying is, is that Ghost in the Shell might take you a long time because you might sit there and watch it, and the whole time you're going, you're fucking Japanese in that body, you fucking stupid horror, stupid movie, <laughs> you know. So anyway, whatever. It is what it is. Sorry, uh, Jewish people out there. I love you. You're the- <laughs> <laughs> We're still the chosen ones, I promise. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anything you want to add to uh, – Diversity. No, I think All I right. think we'll end on you comparing those two things together. The- <laughs> <laughs> I actually put Schindler's List up there with Ghost of the Shell. I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, that was episode 75 of Chew on This and Nerds United Podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Until next time, folks. Chew on that. Later. <laughs>